0: Hey guys, welcome to the Natty Cast. I am your host, Peter Bowman, and this is going to be the second episode of the Pete and Cal show. Today, we did a bit of QA, but first, we started off by talking about our weeks, how things have been with us. Then, we went to talk about a bit about current events, and we finally got into some QA at around 20 minutes. Um, we had some good topics today. We talked a bit about um, dynamic warm-ups, and also we touched on body recomposition as well as a few other topics. So hopefully you guys can learn something from this and take a few things away. And without any further ado, let's get right into the show. You are
1: listening to what we're going to call now. Wait, wait, wait. wait.
0: You start. <laughs> Sorry, there was some delay when I pressed record. So I missed the Hello.
1: Understandable. Understandable. Go ahead. You didn't say action or anything. You just action, motherfucker. <laughs> okay, so now? Yeah. What's going on, folks? It is February. What day is it? 25th. Okay, start over. God. Take three. Action. What's going on, folks? It is February 25th, 2019, around 12.30 p.m. Pete and Cal are coming to you live on the Natty Cast.
0: Good job, man. That was impressive. Shut
1: the fuck up. All right, let's get serious.
0: You're not going to do the intro? I do the intro after the fact. Do you not listen to the last one?
1: <laughs> all, right, all right. And
0: you just gave a pretty shitty intro, so we can use that. How's your week been? Huh? Good gains? Been getting your cows in?
1: It's been any, a rough week, man. Any
0: hurdles you need to jump over?
1: Absolutely, man. I uh, I incorporated some two bar rows into my you know training segments, and I uh, I'm pretty sure I, I, I pulled something in my low back. It's um, going pretty heavy. felt a bit of a torque, um, and I uh, kind of kept going. Didn't really think to put the weight down. You know, the camera was in my face. Couldn't just stop. Um, so I. You know, powered through, finished the reps, and uh, woke up the next morning. Couldn't really bend over. So uh, I'm just blessed, man, because got a little more range of motion today. You know, I got back in the gym for the first time since that injury. Um, so it was a very uh, light day, I would say. Um, you know, it was good, though. Still was dealing with some low back problems, so I couldn't really – you know, add on too much weight, didn't want to put too much, you know, load on my, you know, lumbar spine and shit. So I, uh, took it easy, took it light and, uh, got through my workout.
0: Um, and yeah, that's good, man. I'm glad you didn't, uh, completely snap your shit. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not herniated by the way. That's a, that's a clean shirt. Um, you guys can't see, but he's wearing a, do whatever the yeah, fuck you want to do shirt <laughs> from Dude. the Hodge twins. That's clean, bro. Where'd you get that?
1: Dude, long story, bro. How was your, how, how was your week, man? It's you, you've overcome some obstacles as well. My guy,
0: tell the people what's going on. Okay. Um, I'm going to change the subject pretty quick there, but um, my week went pretty good, man. Like I was surprised as you know, we had a we had a little fun time on Saturday. It was homecoming, so I probably I'm probably what on. A, let, let them know at school so that you can rest your set. George Mason, George Mason University. Okay, and where 19, is that
1: located? Homecoming. Where is that located? In Fairfax. Everyone doesn't know that, bro. We have Fairfax, all Virginia. Across the
0: world. Yeah, all there's right. probably a couple guys from other continents listening. Yeah, so. give them the zip code. Give them the zip code. <sighs> nah, I think I'm good, but Fairfax, Virginia. George Mason's Homecoming, 2019. I missed out on, like, the last uh, few years, actually, because I I believe I was dieting the past two years. And I didn't want to char myself, but um, I'm bulking this time around. and I missed it for a while. So that was a good time. Got to see a lot of people I haven't seen in a minute. So So
1: in other words, you were able to, uh, you know, deal with those extra calories, you know, so it was was
0: pretty, pretty cool. Essentially, I don't have to stress about, like, staying on track with a diet or anything. So it's just it's a lot more relaxing you can enjoy yourself more so uh that was a really good time but i probably drink like once every like month or t- once every like 2 months honestly nowadays like not that much so i'm um, i was surprised honestly i did my uh some of you may know about this little hack i've I've talked about it on my story before but you take essentially you pop two activated pop two charcoal pills two charcoal perkies before drinking And, like, right when you start, and then you try to do two more at the end. So I actually kind of, I kind of effed up. I didn't take the two at the end. Damn. I was Your body was so confused. Yeah, my body was so confused. I was just like, ow, this hurts. So I was a little hungover, but I was actually very surprised. Because the next day, I got back in the gym, and I'm pretty sure I, like, still progressed on, like, decline. Like, everything was, like pretty pain like not pretty painful but it was weird like my joints my joints actually didn't hurt that bad I don't know what I was saying I had one of those hangovers where it's not like I didn't really have a headache but I just felt like dead inside like I'd eat yeah yeah I'd eat food and it feels like it's not going anywhere yeah it just
1: felt empty yeah yeah,
0: one of those but so that wasn't even really a setback because my shit my training session still was fire so
1: hell yeah it's because you're an experienced god bro yeah, because
0: of my mind, mind over matter. So I just yeah, you're myself... an OG. Yeah, I told OG my... Gainer. Yeah, I told myself I was going to do it, and I did it. So you know, on the that's the diff- That's the difference
1: between like you know someone who succeeds and someone who just kind of you know skates, stays on a you know consistent you know one you know road. You know, if you just tell yourself, huh, I want this shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get it. I mean, it's, it's weird. Like drinking, like definitely F's me up more than it did in the past. And I don't know if I was just like, I was so acclimated to it. Cause like, I mean, I still made great progress, like sophomore, freshman year when I was drinking like a lot, like what's a lot, like at least two times a week, three times, sometimes maybe even sometimes four But, I mean, that was the Sounds thing like about college. Like, yeah, you just, <laughs> you just get a few benders thrown in there. You know how it goes. But I would always just be able to get to the gym, and it wouldn't even, like, F me up back then. I don't really know how, but um, I was pretty straight for most, most of the part. Yeah, but, man, I can definitely
1: attest to that. Like, I probably blacked out one to two times a week. No, you're still a champ.
0: You had a mini-bender this week. I mean, it was homecoming. I had to <laughs> I had to rep the set. You feel me? Yeah, that's true. You did have to rep the set. You definitely, yeah. You're definitely, you definitely still more gassed up than me. That's a fact. Dude, yeah. I don't think I've...
1: I'm not even going to say that, bro. Yeah, don't even I was, say it. I would sound like a total alcoholic if I just gave you guys this stat that just went through my, my head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All righty. So I think that will catch you guys up on our past week. Now, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> we can end up drinking. What the, what's so funny, bro? bro chill. Come I'm on. chilling, on. bro. All right. Keep, keep it calm. The viewers can't see, but my feet are up. <laughs> okay. So onto our next segment, this is going to be a fun segment. So we want to touch on some current events. So this is, this is Cal's big moment. This is his baby. He came up with the name all on his own. Here we are, Cal's current event. That events. ain't your baby. That's my baby. That's true. That is your baby. So, Calvin, what's going on in the news, man? Uh, current events, what's going on out there?
1: Dude, there's so much going on. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking much. Like, on i real. Like, if it wasn't for CNN and, like, Twitter, I don't know if I could, like, keep up with these current events, but I just thank the OGs all the time for, you know, Giving me this this knowledge, you feel me? But uh, let's start with uh, let's start with the the Oscars, man. Like,
0: did you watch them? I did not, and I literally have no idea what happened in the Oscars. Absolutely. Well, that's why
1: we're doing this segment. Do you? Do you? Did you watch? Of course. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Okay, so I'm thinking we're going to skip the Oscars as a current event because I think neither of us watched, so (laughs) is there anything else going on?
1: Dude, yeah, this just, dude, but wait, you didn't watch the Oscars?
0: No, I did not watch the Oscars, not even close. What about the the rap game? Anything going on in the rap game? Yeah, R. Kelly's in jail. I know my man Ghana and my man Offset both dropped. So did Punk.
1: Yeah, Pump dropped, but he can never drop again, and I'll be happy. Yeah, Um, Pump sucks. Yeah. Uh, Offset's album, I really liked it. Uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to Gunnar's album yet, but I've heard pretty good things. Offset's was my Uh -uh. favorite. Yeah, dude. What are your favorites? I like uh, Lick a lot.
0: Uh, Lick, uh, Wild Wild West. I mean, on Offset's Offset's album, probably, I honestly really fucked with the song about um, Father of Four. Oh yeah. Like, cause I can relate to his kids. I can relate heavy to that song, even though like, I don't have kids and shit. I still relate heavy. Like,
1: yeah, man, go dive into that man. Head first. Let's hear it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just always felt like I had a kid, but damn. So like, you providing for him. Like kind of what he's saying. I can just feel like his, you know, his pain and his passion in the words. And that shit really resonates with me, like on a passionate level, like. I like people that have passion, and I can feel it in that song from Offset. So that one banged for me. Um, the song Damn. the song with Gucci, Quarter Millie, obviously Legacy. Absolutely, um, with Travis Scott in that one, right? Yeah, I mean, Gunna Gunna's album was pretty dope too, but I think Offset's, <laughs> I probably liked Offset's a little bit more. Yeah, um, yeah. My favorite song on Gunna's is probably Cash War, if you heard that one.
1: Uh, no, man, I haven't, but I'll definitely give it a listen. On the dead lows
0: and Pump's album was trash. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Don't tell Pump. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't uh tune in, get pissed. He's probably listening. So, yeah, my, my bad, Pump. Like, yo, respect. Pump, you're cool. You're yeah, cool, dude. Like, nothing. I don't have really nothing against you. Just stop pissing on hundreds, bro. That shit ain't cool. Yeah, that's that's not disrespectful, bro. What's next? You gonna like fucking shitting your Range Rover? Like, <laughs> keep been it cool, fucking... Pump. <laughs> just 'cause no one, no one's out there. Having a fucking bathroom party on their fucking expenses doesn't mean you got to go around stunting shitting on things. So just chill out, get back in the studio, and make another album because I didn't really fuck with that last one.
1: Sincerely, sincerely. Right, Cal. Yeah. What about the Blue? T.S.
0: What about my man Blueface? What's good with him?
1: Yo, Blueface is locked up. No, he's not, bro. That's fake Dude, news. He hasn't trip walked in like a week and a half because he's behind the fucking bars.
0: He literally like was crippled walking like ten minutes ago on his story. Dude. Dude, my my sources told me
1: he's locked on some crazy shit.
0: He's literally bleeding it all over the place.
1: <laughs> dude, I don't know who's your source, but
0: <clears throat> Like I don't know what you're talking about, bro. He's literally all all gooch. Yo, did you hear that
1: R. Kelly was locked?
0: No, I didn't. Bro he got cuffed. Isn't, like, isn't he like a rapist or something? Dude, come on! What? He's more than a rapist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeez, nah. nah, he apparently I, pleaded not guilty to all charges. Um, yeah, so as of like today, which is kind of wild, because so he's trying to pull an OJ. Exactly. Gotcha. You know he got he's got ends with the Fed. So
0: I didn't know that, but that's good to know.
1: You didn't watch the documentary? No. Are you serious? Nah, I don't. I don't really give two shits about R. Kelly. Wow, that means you don't give two shits about his victims either.
0: Okay, whoa. Okay, I, Jesus, I give, sh- I give about about the victims. I care.
1: No, nah, go watch that shit right now. Then we'll, no one, we'll no you one should be
0: shit. molested, bro. That's terrible. So, anything else, Cal? Any more current events or? Uh, I mean, want to wrap up Cal's current events.
1: I think we're going to wrap it up. I think I've touched all the most important, you know, major current events in our society today. You know, R. Kelly, Blueface Locked. You feel me? Uh, Only thing we didn't really touch on is Jesse Smollett. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just uh, take that out. Do you want to tell the
0: people what Jesse did?
1: Yeah, man, I'm sure everyone knows, but I mean, if you guys want me to recant.
0: Fake and hate crimes, that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, he, he faked the hate crime, you know, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 2019. What's bro. your
0: opinion on the man? Do you think he's going to, you think he can come back or do you think he's F for L? No,
1: nah, I think he can come back. I mean, not to say that I want him to or don't want him to, you know, no, yeah, I'm not so trying to you, wish, so, so wish bad on the man, but. So I you're, uh,
0: you're a fan of him. So you
1: respect I, him. I, I didn't say that. You love him is what you're saying. I I, I never mouth those words, never thought those thoughts.
0: So you're praying that one day he can make it back to his, you know. Level of stardom? Top of Yeah, level of stardom that he once had. No,
1: I'm <sighs> not praying that. I'm okay. just praying that, you know, he can muster the strength to come out and apologize. And I think that will make the process of our society, those who care even to forgive them, you know, a lot easier. So you know what I think about him, Cal? What do you think, Pete?
0: I think he's a real big piece of shit. Damn. You don't even know him. One of the biggest pieces of shits that has ever came across the fucking television industry. You know? Dude, you're going to get so much blowback. I don't think I'm going to get any b- blowback. Um, But if you're watching this, Juicy, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. He, he has a family, bro. Jeez. He's no, been for real, so though, much. dude, think about it. Now everyone's going to be questioning all these hate crimes. So now when someone actually gets assaulted, and they get their shit effed up and they're, you know, all that blowback there, everyone's going to be saying it, it's fake. It could be fake, like blah, blah, blah. So now you're going to be in a position where you get, you know, stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> like someone offends you, like they beat you up, they batter you, they attack Stuff you. Stuff your stalking. And yeah, you just get. You know, terrible, terrible things done to you. And now everyone's going to be saying that it's fake and you're a liar. Everyone's going to be questioning these things. So I think what he did was absolutely terrible. And I hope he never comes back to television. (laughs) Fuck the empire.
1: (laughs) Dude, don't fuck the empire. They didn't sign off on this shit. Um, but honestly, no, if you haven't heard, it's apparently some shit that came out saying how like the check that he wrote to those two guys that apparently he paid, uh, to be like witnesses. Apparently he like paid them as like personal trainers or some shit. So it's like a story on that as well. So it's like some fishy shit. Shit's going to unfold and you know, can't wait, man.
0: Yeah, I can't either. Yeah, man. Hopefully, he's locked locked for L. No, what for for L?
1: (laughs) Yeah, for life, dude. It was he lied. He didn't fucking go a massacre.
0: It's worse than a massacre. Jesus, (laughs) Jesus of Nazareth.
1: I wasn't even going to go there, bro. But shit.
0: Yeah, I didn't mean it. But what he did was. You know, pretty unforgivable, man. He knew what he was doing. He's a smart was, guy.
1: Shit was funny as fuck. People were saying that his acting when he was on Good Morning America was, like, twice as good as his acting in Empire.
0: Oh, dude. Most likely. it was. That was that was some life or death
1: shit. That was raw as fuck, dude. Sitting up there crying and robbing.
0: All right. Is that our last current event, Cal? You got anything else?
1: Nah, man. I mean, I, again, I've touched all major Karen events. Um, so I think we're good, man. Let's, let's get on to the next segment.
0: All right, bro. Let's do it. All right, guys, next we're going to do, be doing uh, a Q and a, so we got several questions. Uh, this week I picked out a few, I think Calvin may have picked out a few. So, um, we're going to get right into that and answer those for you. So, I actually liked this one and I'm going to aim it towards Calvin first and see what he has to say. And then I'll kind of give my two cents. So, um, it's about a knee injury. So he said he was recovering from a sprained knee. Is it a smart idea to start squatting again to strengthen it?
1: Ah, uh, that's a good question, man. Um, a lot of people dealing with injuries, you know, so, um, I've dealt with what? Yeah. Injuries aren't fun, man. Oh dude. Who are you telling? <laughs> Um, but no, so I, I don't want to give too complex of an answer and, 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 you know, time and time again, a lot of people within this industry answer questions with, it depends. So, uh, I won't go there, but it fucking depends, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it depends <laughs> on how frequent the injury was because obviously you sprained, how,
0: how recent you mean?
1: How recent, not frequent, yeah. How recent the injury was, um, how severe the sprain is, and you know, just your overall health in general. You know, um, how experienced you are in your lifting career, um. But generally, again, depending on the sprain, um, and how recent it was, I would say, uh, definitely, u- utilizing squats or getting back in the gym. Did he, did he say squats specifically, or did he just say?
0: He said squat specifically.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. Squat specifically, uh, I would say it's definitely a, uh, a an exercise you can do to strengthen, you know, that knee, I sprained knee, but I would give it time. I wouldn't just go straight into the gym a week later um, unless the pain is completely gone. Um, I would, I would, yeah, I, would so, jump.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm sort of curious to know um, if it is like a legit sprained knee or yeah. if he's actually just using the term sprain to like talk, like say his knee is like in pain. So it really, it kind of varies in, in terms of that aspect of it. It's like a legit inj- injury diagnosed by a doctor. Like that's something that you definitely want to listen to what they say. And maybe they'll, they'll probably advise you to wait until it's like pretty much better until you get back to doing things. But if it's just like some uh, generic knee pain, I mean, squats can actually help. Um, the only reason you'd probably be getting uh, really bad knee pain from squats is if your form is off Form is off and yep. that honestly really depends on your body structure like me um i do better with like a closer stance uh my feet are fairly close together calvin's like a taller guy so he may wide feel, stance yeah he may I, feel i always you know go wide yeah he may me. feel better on his knees from that certain stance and then it's just like you know sort of dialing your form like you want to be going ass to grass like that's how you're supposed to squat So, um, honestly work on, I would, if it's just some knee pain, I would just work, keep working on your form and I think it will feel better over time. I was actually telling Calvin recently, like I was doing my leg routine, like sort of switched. So I was mainly focusing on leg press and hacks for like up until like the last month or so. And I was, I was getting a good amount of knee pain doing that. One thing that did attribute to it was I was doing pretty heavy leg extensions now I'm doing like lighter, higher rep leg extensions because leg extensions leg est- can be uh, quite hard on the knees. So I've kind of backed off with on the weight on leg extensions and I've been focusing on squats again and it's actually been making my knees feel uh, better. So my, better, yeah. yeah, my knees were just getting slight pains just from, you know, using them, leg days, training hard and stuff. So um, if, if it was just slight pain, you know, I would get back to squatting, really focus on adjusting your form to what feels comfortable for you and definitely it's like
1: focus it, on mechanics
0: if it's sure. a legit like injury like a legit issue that you like went to see the doctor for i would just take his advice on that on when you should get back to using it um but yeah that's it for that question um i've got another question here um do you do dynamic warm-ups before lifting and if so what do you do you want to go first uh yeah so I've been a big,
1: uh, you know, believer of doing dynamic stuff pre-lift, just because it takes me a while for my uh, body to get toned and prime in order for me to hit, you know, that first lift or that first exercise. So, I would say I'm a big believer of, you know, getting some type of mobility or priming movements in beforehand, uh, just to open up, you know, a lot of the spots uh, within my body because I know my body. It all depends. Um, like my hips are always a little bit tighter. Um, I, I have. I wouldn't say weak, but my ankle mobility isn't quite where I want it to be. So I always get some ankle mobility in, whether it's lower body day, upper body day. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm definitely a big proponent of uh dynamic movement beforehand and kind of tailor it towards the body parts. So obviously you, you, you're going to be lifting in towards your weak spots and um, you know, play it by ear, but um, definitely I would say, yeah.
0: Yeah. So for me, I definitely don't do as much dynamic stuff as uh, Calvin does. Um, I've seen him do like these different warmups before and things like that. So it's good. You mentioned dynamic though, cause you definitely don't want to be doing any like static stretching. Oh, absolutely to, like, not. Warm-up. That's, that's yeah, that's important. Yeah. That will like put so, your muscles asleep and as opposed yeah. to like wake them up, which is why dynamic is what you want to utilize for like pre-lifting warmups, but I don't really do much of that. I'll do some, uh like I'll get a PVC pipe and maybe like warm up my shoulders or just rotate my rotators with like a cable or, uh, just light dumbbells. So, yeah, and that's because you know, your shoulders are probably
1: a little yeah, bit tired. Of and
0: I, yeah. I, I honestly just prefer to warm up with the exercises themselves. So I'll just go, mm-hmm. I'll just go light on, you know, bench and just work my way up. So that's my preferred way to warm up. I don't think you need to do like a shitload of dynamic exercises unless you're dealing with like, uh, like some sort of an injury or some sort of pain. Um, priming is also a really good thing you can do, which we've got that term from mind pump. I don't know if any of you listen to that podcast, but essentially priming is just some exercises you do to prepare you for another exercise. So one of the examples I like to use is, for, for example, like maybe doing some pull-ups or some lat pull-downs before you um, – you get into like working your chest or like bench press, because that's going to help you retract your scapula and also, you know, get some blood in like your rear delts and your, in your lats, which is actually quite important for like yep, working on those antagonistic messes. And, yeah. Yeah. So just focusing on like some agate ag antagonistic work, like before you get into like your main movements that can help. So um, that's what I like to do to warm up. Um, I don't do too, too much dynamic stuff. So,
1: yeah, I would say stress it more so t- towards when you're doing a movement and you're not really feeling it as much as you should. Uh, if you know you're hitting a, a bench press, you know you should be feeling it in your chest. Uh, and so if you're if you're doing this movement and you're not really, you know, you know dialed in completely, it's good to, you know, beforehand get those chest muscles, fibers, uh, warmed up, blood pumping, and then get into your lift. Uh, and obviously don't spend too much time doing these priming movements, but definitely just wake those muscles up, get that connection, uh, and then get into your lift. So that's all I gotta say about that.
0: All right. Yeah, I think that I think that wraps someone up. So this one is gonna be, I think, a pretty quick answer for me, but um it was, hey man, what's your progression method to ensure regular overload? so for me i mean it's pretty simple i'm just trying to increase in weight or reps um pretty much each session and now when i say that i'm not focusing on doing that for like every exercise like for my like chest days i'll pick like decline incline or flat sometimes mm-hmm. i rotate around sometimes i stick with one uh for a long more so around
1: time. the compounds right
0: yeah so it's based around the compounds so like for example i like working like with lat pulldowns or like lap pulldowns, honestly, to start like my back and shoulder days, I don't stress like increasing weight on that movement. I kind of play that how by f- feel. I feel so like, yeah. like how I feel like I, some days I'll do more, more reps with lighter weight. Some days I'll go heavier, S- kind of same thing I do b- with legs. Like sometimes I'll go heavier on leg extension and curls before I get to my squats. Some days I'll go um, lighter and do like higher reps. Um, so what I'm doing right now is kind of an intuitive, like my, pro- all the basic things are in my program. Like the main exercises I'm focusing on and like focusing on progressive overload on like these main exercises, but I'm sort of being intuitive with the exercises I'm doing for that day. Like I have had a bit of shoulder pain. So that's why I've been focusing on like decline bench the last month or so, just cause it's a little bit less pressure on my shoulder. So um, that feels a little better. And then I just try to, you know, increase, um, volume, you know, week to week. Um, and it, it varies sometimes, like some days, like I'll be smart about it. If I'm having like a day where I just don't feel good, then I obviously won't try to progress as much. I'll just use a load that accommodates like the stimulus that I need to like feel like day, I've gotten yeah. a good, a good workout in. And, you know, over time, if you're if your nutrition is good um, and everything's, you know, you're being consistent with your workouts, you'll be adding weight week to week. Able to, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And my, and then main, when, yeah, my main tip for that is, I've actually didn't start doing this until like a year ago, is just carrying a logbook around so you can write your weights and stuff in, because then... I mean if you go back like a few weeks you can obviously see if you've increased weight on a certain certain exercise like a few months like that that just garant lets you know that you've been making strides in the gym so
1: yeah I think the logbook is definitely something that's uh you know pretty neat and t- s- nice to have uh as far as me like I used to always like look at people in the gym that have those books like wow what a fucking f-. um but yeah, definitely same <laughs> but now definitely like understanding you know progression a little bit better now it's like it's definitely a good idea to have that book in hand able to see your progress over the course of you know your micro or whatever so
0: yeah i mean honestly just... when i was a beginner i never really needed it because it was just so clear cut to me that like i was making progress because those first few years of training like i could just go up like five ten pounds like every week like on yeah. almost like every exercise at least the main one so um yeah just just keep striving For progressive overload and if you get like caught up on like an exercise that's the thing about being a being a bodybuilder you don't have to like keep doing one specific exercise like we're not power lifters so we don't necessarily need to squat or deadlift even though those exercises are great for
1: very advantageous yeah, yeah building
0: muscle as well so um but yeah i guess that that's it for me on that question i don't know if you want to add anything
1: um, no, not really. I mean, you pretty much hit all the nails on the head, so we can uh, move on from that one.
0: All right. I got another one. Um, thoughts on body recomposition as an advanced lifter? Um, I guess I'll start with this one because I feel like I know a lot more about it than you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, Take it away. I mean, my thoughts on that are it's definitely very, very hard to do. Um, as an advanced lifter and essentially what body composition, body recomposition is for those of you who don't know, would be like losing fat and, um, building muscle at the same time. And it's, it's hard for an an advanced lifter who is conditioned and training like regularly. Now, like say I, who am an advanced lifter took off like two months. Say I took off like two, <laughs> three months from the gym and just didn't do, didn't do shit. Now, most likely I would probably put on some fat if I kept eating a lot and, um, lose some muscle, but yeah, definitely atrophy. But <laughs> once, tough. but once I got back into the gym, it would be very easy for me to recomposition without cutting calories whatsoever, because my body would, muscle memory would kick in. So I'd be get, getting some, um, strength back from the very little stimulus of what I did starting out and so I'd put back that that muscle on fairly fairly quick and I would most likely lose some fat and just look even if I didn't lose much fat look like I lost fat just cuz my muscle is filling me out more but um honestly this is a question I I like this question because this is what I'm about to sort of try to do um, at the end of this month or at the end of this bulk or whatever so as I mentioned before, I'm doing like it's more so going to try to do like be intuitive with it. So not really tracking everything, just sort of making like smart decisions. So um, one example I'll make for that is just like, say i like I cut out a piece of toast with a meal or like I cut down like a half a cup of rice on a meal and then I kind of just play it by feel and, you know, eat less when I feel like I don't need food and eat more when I feel like I need more food. So that's kind of what I'm going to be doing. And my goal is to, you know, not even focus about like the diet whatsoever, just keep focusing on training, keep trying to progress in the gym, but just losing a bit of fat. So, I mean, I think I could definitely do it. Um, I mean, the placebo effect is big when it comes to uh, like fitness, for example, like if I just started dieting and then started telling myself like, Oh, like I'm not going to make any more strength gains because I'm dieting and I'm going to feel like shit because I'm dieting, then most likely you will regardless. Like like I've eaten a lot of food in the past and still told myself I was like starving because like I told myself I was dieting and stuff. So there's just a lot of like mental game, mind games that come into play. So I don't know, but it's, it's definitely uh, possible um, more so if you're deconditioned, but most likely as an advanced lifter, you're not going to be building muscle and like losing fat. At the same time, it's usually one yeah. or the other. Yeah, so, I don't know. You got anything else to say on that one? Uh, honestly, not really,
1: besides the fact that, like, kind of what you said, you know, it all depends on your training experience and how long you've been going at it. Um, it'll be harder to do, you know, the longer you've been at it, and generally something you see uh, with more beginner lifters, and, you know, more so yeah, in uh, comparison to the, uh, you know, advanced lifters, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, recomposition possible, though. Recomposition for beginners is super easy, in my opinion. And that's why, yeah. like, when people come to me and they're asking, like, how do they lose weight and they're a beginner? I'm like, my answer Slipped. is always, <laughs> like, don't try to lose weight. Don't do any of that. Just, like, get in the gym and try to be there, like, a few times a week and get something done. And you don't have to focus, change your diet whatsoever. Like, yeah. over time, if you just stay consistent, you're going to put on muscle. And your body will start to change and you'll lose fat and build muscle at the same time since you're so deconditioned and you have like extra energy just stored on your body. So it's yeah. it's not going to be really that part of an issue. Just focusing on getting in some more protein and not worrying about your diet and just focusing on the gym. Because if you start focusing about all this shit right off the bat, you're just going to like. Gonna, yourself it's, down.
1: Yeah, it's going to this is going to turn into a mind game. Then you're going to mm-hmm. throw yourself off. Yeah. Do
0: you have any um? do you have any questions, Cal?
1: Uh, Yeah, we can go into one real quick. Um, uh, Generally, how long does it take to see results? Um, Kind of a, a, you know, vague question, Um, but. um, I mean, it
0: obviously depends on how much you're training and like, because. Yeah, a a lot of these questions are definitely like, it depends, (laughs) but. Yeah, you can see a lot of results uh, very, very quickly in the gym, especially as a beginner. And I mean, very quickly, I don't mean like a month, two months, but like six months, you could notice like pretty significant, um, changes, which is pretty quick. And I mean, those initial gains is probably like the funnest part of like your lifting. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just cause you can literally add weight, like each session it <laughs> just feels so good. So, um, but yeah, if you stay consistent, you, the gains will come pretty quick.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. A lot of people you know, they want, you know, results right away. Um, And it's just going to take, you know, consistency for you to see that. So just stick with it. Um, I'd say definitely, definitely depends on, again, your experience and your, you know, training experience, background, body type. Um, Body type plays a big part, um, I would say, in results as as far as, you know, getting results and how soon you'll, I guess, put the weight on or, or, you know, get the weight off. Um, but all these things come into play when talking about seeing results, obviously. Um, but you can definitely generally see them pretty quick as long as you just stay consistent once again.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're a BBC freak, like Calvin, I hear this all the time. Everyone's like, how'd Calvin get so big so quick? And it's literally just cause he's a BBC freak.
1: Yeah. That's my bad. Didn't even ask for it.
0: That's his bad because you know, he's, it's kind of a, like it's, it's, it's a good thing because he makes all these gains, but it's a bad thing because he can't learn how to make harder gains.
1: Damn, that's some like <laughs> mind-boggling shit. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's just going to catch up with me when I'm like 40, when I have the fattest beer belly and like, I just can't wait. Don't say that. Don't placebo yourself. Dude, my pops has the fattest beer belly. James, He's like, he's like, he's like not like fat though, but he just has a. You know, he just, he can like rest his hands on his belly and just be comfy as fuck.
0: Yeah, I feel that.
1: Uh, I have another question. Um, it's, uh, pertaining to, I think it's pertaining to cardio. Yep. So she's, the question goes, uh, I would like to know how to recover after a long, hard cardio, um, and what to eat. Um, you want to hit that? Hit that one, Pete.
0: Yeah, I'll hit this shit. Um,
1: pass it. Yeah, I'm, I just passed it.
0: All right, I'll hit it. All right. So, how to recover after cardio and what to eat? Your recovery comes from a whole variety of different aspects, like what's been going on, like in your work life and your like regular life, like stress, all these things, like your sleep. So it's not like you need to eat some certain shit right when you're done and you're not going to have any like you're going to be fine the next day or have good energy or whatever the case may be so it's it's a bunch of factors but i mean if you want to start the recovery process i would just recommend you know it's pretty basic just like a source of protein like a whey isolate digest really quickly or just a source of you know carbohydrates so it can be super super basic just like rice and chicken um you know whatever. okay i was going to ask
1: what if you know this person doesn't have access to, you know, the protein powder and stuff. They would just obviously get it through uh, sufficient diets, through like, yeah, uh, like I mean, whatever,
0: I mean, whatever, protein. whatever protein source you prefer, honestly. And then, um, I mean, there's no like magic, magic food. And then as far as like recovering, I don't know, like you could do some things to help with the soreness, like possibly some static stretching afterwards or like maybe like an Epsom salt bath, like some random things like that. But there's nothing that's going to, you know, just like
1: be the super be the, yeah yeah <laughs> it just it's, just it's again it's, it's a spectrum um mm-hmm. i wonder if like the person that asked this question is like like saying that they're super sore post cardio and they want to know how to you know alleviate that but like you said the stretching static stretching maybe some foam rolling uh here and there um i would both, also like, recommend yeah, about,
0: I would also recommend if you're just doing cardio, like long and hard cardio, to stop doing that and to lift weights instead.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Fuck cardio, bro. That's my
0: main tip on that.
1: Hell yeah, Um, no cardio is good though. I just well, personally don't that's do if, it. That's
0: if you're not lifting weights and you're just doing cardio.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't want people to think I'm shitting on cardio because I don't do it, but
0: like I've said it before and I'll say it again: cardio is not like what you want to get in the habit of if you're trying to like live a sustainable, like healthy life. And
1: now for to, someone and listening, climate, they're like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean talked about, about? Like you, you just said, I agree with you, but you just said like, uh, you know, cardio isn't in today's climate, cardio isn't something you want to, you know, get too uh, attached to yeah, or too. I mean, consistent. I feel like,
0: did I talk about this on the last podcast?
1: I don't think so. No cap. Did I? On the DLs, I don't think you did. On the DLs? Shit. Yeah. Play that shit back, Turbo.
0: I'll run it back after this and see, but... All right. No, you just don't want to... Because cardio, essentially, you adapt to cardio very, very quickly. So after about two weeks, two to three weeks of doing cardio regularly, like probably like five times a week, or some people even do it like every day, like if that's your exercise at the gym, you're going to adapt to that so fast that like after like those two to three weeks, the same 30 minutes of cardio you were doing before, you're probably not going to, you're not going to burn nearly as many calories as you were initially like the first week. So
1: without ramping up the intensity, yeah,
0: because your body just becomes efficient at, you know, doing the Stairmaster or doing the treadmill. So you want to either like change it up, like maybe rotate between like some hit cardio or, or list cardio when you do it or just, you know, get into a resistance training routine and then sort of, you know, add a bit of cardio in here and there when you really want to help help your body, you know, take the fat off. But it's not like a it's not like a great form of exercise to like, you know, help you live a sustainable like healthy life and I mean in in terms of weight loss so like I mean if you're trying to lose the weight not everybody's like everyone wants to lose it super fast but they don't want to they don't think about what they need to gonna need to do to keep it off so I mean if you it's just a recipe for for, for disaster if you start doing 30 minutes to an hour of cardio every day trying to lose this weight and then you, you get it off and you're happy but you're just like now what like do I just keep doing this cardio I don't like doing Yeah. Otherwise
1: you just put the weight back on.
0: Yeah. Or do you just rebound, which is what happens to a lot of people. So, um, slow, slow, steady changes, um, find something that you can, you know, bring into your lifestyle that kind of, you know, changes your lifestyle. So you don't have to worry about rebounding and like falling off in the future. And I think resistance training is probably, you know, your best bet. Um, so yeah. Dope. Dope.
1: All right. um, I'm, I, that's all my
0: questions. Do you have any more? <laughs> no, I think that'll do it for this episode. Honestly, we've, we've, we talked for a good bit. I don't want to make these episodes run too long at first. Um, So I'm thinking about 40 minutes to an hour is probably, probably the mark sweet um, spot. Yeah. yeah. I don't think many people would be listening in over an hour. So <laughs> all y'all probably aren't even listening now. Yeah, what the fuck, you haters? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that will do it for today's episode, guys. Um, peace on the streets, Calvin. You got anything to say? Final word?
1: You know what? I, you know what I'm going to say, man. Say it. Follow us on Instagram <laughs> at Peter underscore Bowman, and then Hal F- Green Fit
0: Facts. Follow, follow, follow. Links in bio. You know. Hey, shout out, shout out my sponsor real quick, Legion Athletics. You can go to com slash peter, plug in the code peter10, save yourself 10%. All, Hell yeah. great, all great products. Uh, clinically back, dosed. Backed by science. There's so much research on their website. Uh, it's clinically dosed. It's proven by by us, the athletes. We all get great results. The official sponsor of The Mountain, Who's excited for the next season of Game of Thrones? I am. Absolutely. So gotta catch the lady up. Check them out. I'll throw that link in the description as well. And yeah. Have a good one, guys. Take it easy, folks. Pledge allegiance to the bag. And stay strong.